So uh, over over to you. Thanks. What, what, whatever you'd, whatever you're wanting to do for Lovely this listeners. one. Welcome, come on in, warm your knees. You know the drill. <laughs> Settle in, find a blanket, get a bun, find a log, all of that jazz. Pull up around the virtual campfire for episode seventy-five of Frithcast. <laughs> I'm Suzanne Martin, I'm a heathen, and I'm point five of the Frithcast team. And I'm the rest of it, which, if my maths is correct, is also point five. It is. And my name is Kate, and I am not a heathen, I'm just a kind of a hanger-on. Coffee power druid! Coffee power druid, yes, but otherwise a hanger-on. Um, what are you hanging on to? Sorry? What are you hanging on to? My marbles? I lost mine. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely listeners, if anybody finds spare marbles... Yeah, I could do with a few. Please send them back, because I've lost most of mine. <laughs> send them in a stamped addressed envelope to anybody but us. Yeah, and a piece of butter pudding. <laughs> <laughs> what have we got in store? Well, uh, t- tell the lovely listeners what's the play. <laughs> what's the play? What are we, what the are we doing? The play is the thing. The They're is... to catch the conscience of the king. Oh, crikey. Oh, my crikey. We're into Shakespeare already. Well, you've got to do it every now and again. We normally leave that till at least the second half. I know. What um, what are we What are we on? On with, as they say in the local area. What are we on with today? Well, I would say, Dunny Fasher Sell We Hen. You could say that, eh? <laughs> You could say that and hope to hope to the gods we haven't got any visitors nor haven't, haven't got any listeners north of the wall. Probably dreadful, but there you go. We're all right. But I thought we'd talk a little bit now. I know we've done an episode on prayer in general. Okay. About formal and informal conversational, all of that kind of good stuff. What you can put into prayers, what you can't, and it was probably way back in the early episodes. Yeah. yeah. But I want to focus this episode on a particular kind of prayer. Okay. That you can fit in in less than a minute. All right. It doesn't take a lot to learn. Okay. And you can adapt it for pretty much every situation you'll find yourself in. Mm. So if you find yourself in a queue in the supermarket. Yeah. In a queue in the town hall, in the queue in the doctors. Handy for queues, though. Yeah. Flipping awesome for (laughs) queues. Traffic jams. Genius for traffic jams. So anywhere where you find you've got a minute, you've got two minutes, you've got three minutes, and you want to just boost that awareness in that time and space, Mm -hmm. these are kinds of prayers that you can use in that time and space. Okay. They are adapted. So the word for a short prayer that is often less than a sentence, so it's often only a few words, and you just repeat it. Okay. You repeat it and you repeat it and you repeat it in as much time as you have available. I think I know a word for that sort of thing. It's called a mantra. A mantra, yes. A mantra. 
I use mantra prayers. They're a short repeated prayer. They're often using alliterative words. So words that sound vocally very similar to mm -hmm. each other. Yep. So they've got the same kind of sounds repeating over and over and over again within those words. Okay. And it's not generally like a, a fully fledged sentence, if that makes sense. It's mm. not like a full kind of subject object kind of sentence. Yeah. It's more like a shorthand version. It's like, you know, fabric conditioner, concentrated prayer. Okay. You just, you'd put a little tiny bit in and you don't have to dilute it. You can just repeat it over and over and over. And it could be that you're using these while you're focusing on a particular picture or while you're creating something. Yeah. Or while, you know, in the moments before you go into ritual, you're using a mantra or a focus prayer to get yourself into that headspace. Okay. It might be that you just wait for the images to come to you. It might be that you want to keep awareness on what's going on around you. So you're just going to say it over and over and over again in your head. This is reminding me of... May, may I go off at a tangent? <laughs> I don't think I could stop sort of, off a, a sort of a tangent. It's not kind of... <laughs> go ahead. It's not really a tangent as such. It's... Some while ago, and I explained this out loud because although I, I, I suspect you will remember, mm -hmm. uh, obviously our, our listeners weren't with us, so I'm, I'm explaining sort of so that they can hear me doing it. Um, um, a little while ago, we went to a presentation and it was by a, I don't believe he was a Muslim scholar mm -hmm. as such, but he was a scholar of Islam, if you see what I mean. He was, yes. he studied and he was explaining that somebody had, had, had put it to him that they used a kind of mantra sort of little mini prayer yeah. throughout the day in between the, the, the major prayers, prayer times of the day. Yeah. But they would use this, this thing um, and it was, it was essentially just, I think it is it, Bismillah, the phrase. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they would they would use that and they would repeat that whenever they did a thing yes to remind themselves to connect themselves with god even so much as you know opening a door or something like that they would yes. constantly just repeat this thing to themselves in their head to to sort of top up their kind of connection with allah through the yes. through the day between yeah, yeah. the prayers and, and and it just sounded it reminded me when you were, it when is, you were saying I mean, it you could use mantra at any point. Mm. You could use it as a focus devotion in itself. Yeah. You could use it as a two minute focus concentration while you're sat in a queue, while you're waiting for something to happen. You could have like a two minute break on your lunch break and yeah. just go somewhere quiet and have two or three minutes just to yourself to give yourself that spiritual connection in the middle of a busy working day. Yeah. Have a moment to stop. Mantras for me, you might find mantras in other faiths of just a single word mm -hmm. or a sound or a phrase that is repeated over and over and over. So I have created some of my own that are connected to my faith, the Asatru faith, the heathen faith. Okay. So they've got alliteration in them. They've got a rhythm, which means you can repeat them over and over. It means they don't take a lot of learning. Mm -hmm. It means they don't take a lot. You know, you can have formal prayers that are a page and a half. They're a litany of titles and praise. Yeah. But things like mantras, you can just focus on one aspect of one of the gods mm. and use that as a constant reminder. Okay. 
of your connection to them, of an aspect that you'd like to be closer to, of of a god or goddess that you feel very close to and you feel comforted by the presence of. Yeah. So for me, one for the old father would be one like War General Find Me Worthy. Okay. And, you know, you can pick and choose which aspects you want to relate to the situation you're in at the time. Yeah. So with that, you would just take that phrase and either you would say it out loud, you might choose to repeat it a number of times, you might choose on your walk to work, on your walk to college, mm-hmm. on your, you know, when you get up in the morning, you might choose to recite that before breakfast. If that's if that's the 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 the, the connection and the aspect the you, want you want to develop. focus on, yeah, yeah. For one, for Frigga, mm. the All Father's wife, you might say something like, "Far-sighted Frithkeeper, find me faithful." In your head, because otherwise it's gonna get very messy. I was gonna say I might say that. I might try to say that. Far-sighted Frithkeeper, find me faithful. Find me faithful. Yeah, I like it, yeah. So again, they're very short, concentrated sentences that focus on one aspect of one of the gods. Mm. So if you have a god or a goddess that you might see as your patron, you might see it as one you're especially close to or one you want to develop that connection with, Yeah. maybe consider using short mantras as a way to develop that connection through a day. Mm. It'll not develop an instant connection straight away. No, no. But it might help you focus on a, an aspect of them that you want to praise or you want to connect to. Yeah, and it and and you know again, it's the sort of it's the sort of thing that will serve as. I I want to say it sounds terribly sort of um, mundane to say like a top up, but you know what I mean. It's yeah, it's little a little a little bit of a boost. Yeah, as you a say little, through quiet reminder of your own spirituality through the day yeah you might find that you're out you know if you're out delivering if you're out working in a warehouse yard if you're you've got 10 minutes of quiet before the kids come home from school yeah you've got that time as you're doing the things you need to do to prepare for their homecoming to also maybe think of a mantra at the same time yeah yeah if you look at a mantra for Thor, you've got Giant Spain well met in my home and my heart. Yeah. I like that one. And it's just, again, very short. Yeah. Very snappy. For Freya, Lady of Amber, Lady of Steel, Lady of Passion. Nice. Lady of Amber, Lady of Steel, Lady of Passion. That's and you nice. just repeat that very slow heartbeat rhythm. Da-dun, da-dun, da-dun. Yeah. All the way through it. That works, doesn't it? Because I'm, I'm quite fond of a lot of these. Yeah. For one, for Sunna, you might say, light in my heart, light in my hearth. Yeah. And yeah. again, yeah. they have a repeat rhythm. Mm. You can repeat them as fast or as slow as you like Yeah. inside that time. You might want to spend five or ten minutes just repeating that phrase. And it takes maybe two or three seconds. Yeah. So you're repeating it dozens of times in a minute over five minutes yeah to see what kind of imagery comes to you to work yourself into that almost detached trance state of focusing on that and that alone yeah 
If you're looking for one for Bragi, you might say, Bragi rules the music of my life. Yeah. So you have him as patron and you hear everything is music. Mm. Everything is poetry. Which it is. Everything is art. I mean, it is. <laughs> everything <laughs> is, is create. Mm. For one, for era, yeah. you might say, Lady of Healing, Lady of Grace. Lady of Healing, Lady of Grace. Lady of Healing, Lady of Grace. Mm. And you just very gently repeat that. And you might find on your repetitions that an image comes to you. Okay. Or a feeling comes to you or a, a peace focus. You can use it as a focus meditation. Yeah. A way to give yourself a break from the zooming about stresses in the day. Yeah. And a way to be able to find two minutes of time for yourself. Mm -hmm. The majority of heathens might not, you might not be in contact with anybody else. No. You might not have a kindred nearby. You might not be able to get to the kindred nearby. Or you might just be in a in a, a sort of you know an area where geographically you're you're just separated from yeah other everybody humans. and it's and it's you know it's not practical for you to to sort of bridge that no so bridge that divide. I find that mantras and short prayers are a good way to start forming that connection for myself. Mm. Prayers. We talked about them before. Prayers can be formal or informal. Yeah, yeah. And mantras are a good, short, repetitive way. If you're in retail and it's a very, very slow Wednesday afternoon and it's <laughs> raining outside and the only noise you can hear is the store radio going off and the occasional, like, tannoy calls. And there's only so many times you can check all the stock on the shelves. There's only so many times you can dust your boxes of cornflakes. It's yeah, not a good yeah. place. <laughs> Go over a mantra in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Find if you're stuck in a traffic jam on a bus on the way home, use the time to connect yourself spiritually. It might be challenging on a bus. Yeah. But not every heathen. You're not going to have the ideal circumstances all the time. If you want a spiritual life, you've kind of got to make room for it in amongst everything else. Yeah, and, that, and, and I, think that's the, I think that's the problem a lot of people have. I, I mean, I certainly have that issue. It's not that I'm, it's not that I'm exceptionally busy, you know, to the point that, that anybody else wouldn't be, but things do tend to expand to fill the available space and other they things do. get pushed out. And I'm, I'm very, very bad at allowing my spirituality, if you want to call it that, to be the thing that gets pushed out, you know? Yeah, it's... It's challenging and it's. I think it's difficult for heathens in a way because if you are Muslim, you have five prescribed prayer times through the day. Yeah. If you which, are Christian... Which doubtless brings its own issues and its it own does, challenges. Yeah. But, you know, but yeah. it, it has. This is the time that you are prescribed to stop yeah. and give worship and then go back to what you are doing. Yeah. If you are Christian, you have a day of the week, commonly a Sunday. Mm-hmm where you gather together as a community or you study the Bible, you sing songs in praise, you listen to readings, mm -hmm. you pray for others, but you have that day just to do your spirituality. I think for heathens, because we don't have prescribed times in the week where it's specific, I think it can be a lot more challenging for heathens to find 
time in a schedule. We've all got the same number of hours in yeah. the day. Yeah. We've all got a schedule that will fill up with things. And you're right, it will fill to, it will expand to fill the, the space. Yeah. Unless so, you, unless you specifically, you know, you specifically mark off certain parts of your day or your week or whatever. Mm. You know, it's difficult to put in a when you said you said earlier on prayer can be formal or informal i mean my my prayers insofar as i i i offer prayers tend to be very informal i tend to chat mm. rather than sort of sit and and, and do pro the full proper devotional thing and yeah maybe that's that's just the way i tend to do things and yeah you know it's your way i you you can't tell me how to druid i will not <laughs> tell you how to druid yeah i think the the, the idea you know, and then these things, like I say, they do. They they all come with their own set of advantages and disadvantages. I mean, obviously, for the Muslims, you have to, you know, your to some extent, your day has to be built around your the the the, the um, your obligation to pray at these particular times. Yeah. For a Christian, you don't necessarily have that regular connection so many times through the day. I mean, unless you're in orders and you're actually observing the ecclesiastical hours anyway. Mm. But most you know, your average Christian in the street wouldn't be doing but that. But they have not necessarily an obligation, but they have an understanding that they can go to a church on a Sunday specifically, yeah. and if not, then a midweek service yeah. to so you... learn about their faith. But we don't have... That kind of structure isn't in place for no. pagans in general and for for druids, for heathens. So we have to use discipline to carve out our own spiritual space yeah and i think there are advantages to that as well mm -hmm. you know you have you aren't bound to particular times or particular ways of doing things so you do get that the, the, the one of your advantages that it can yeah it's it call if you call it that yeah you you have sort of in the in the in the the, the places and the times that you 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 offer your devotion whatever it might be and the way in which you do it is all entirely up to you. So you have it's very much more, it's very much more personalised. As I say, it's 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 very much a sort of a pros and cons to each one, I suppose. Yes, there is. Yeah, but I think for me, my days can be very full unless I carve out specific. If I've got specific time for ritual, I've generally got that booked into my calendar well in advance. Yeah, but I might also find I want to do morning prayers or evening prayers or there have been times in past jobs when I've taken two minutes just to find a quiet corner yeah and had that two minutes to myself some colleges universities schools now have multi-faith rooms mm. some workplaces are starting to have them as well yeah or there are instances especially in the UK of retail chaplains who will go in and look after shopkeepers on a particular street or in a particular retail estate of units. Oh, wow. They will okay. walk around and that will be their job, is I'm to look after, that. you know, ask how everybody's doing. Mm -hmm. But that kind of spiritual connection day to day, I find I can use mantras to do that. Yeah. To create a mantra doesn't take a lot of technical writing skill. It can be mm -hmm. something that just a short phrase that you repeat over and over and over and over and yeah. over. And you may find the fact that you want to write your own. You may find the fact that you want to use some of the ones that we've talked about 
now, which are ones that I've created. Yeah. You may find that there are other short prayers that you want to use that you just want to have on your headphones mm. on the way mm. to and from work or on your, you know, on your car stereo on the way to work that you want to put on that kind of music or prayer or discussion so that you keep that constant connection to your own spirituality through a day. I suppose they could come from anywhere really, don't they? It's just a case of where you sort of find the inspiration. I mean, if you, um, you know, you hear, you read in the sagas or the myth cycle or what have you of particular deities being referred to by particular titles or whatever, you, mm. can, you can just sort of borrow use that, those. I guess, yeah. and, and use that. Yeah, use those. The, yeah. the heathen gods and goddesses, many of them have multiple aspects. Mm. They're responsible for more than one sphere. Yes. So you can emphasise the All-Father as the Rune Master, the All-Father as the Wanderer, the All-Father as the Seeker of Knowledge, the All-Father as the War General. This is very much uh, very much akin to the Roman gods, who all have multiple epithets. Yes. So they will have Jupiter Tonans, for example, is Jupiter the God of Thunder. Mm. But they will have depending on which particular aspect of that god you want to concentrate on. Yeah. You'll you'll find that there's uh, like uh, Diana Nemorensis. Yes, you're uh, evoking a specific Dian- aspect Diana of, of Diana Nem- of 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 the woods basically or yeah. of, of the grove. Of the grove, grove at yeah, yeah of the grove. It's from the grove at uh, Nemi in 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 Italy. Uh, Lake Nemi, but it's um it's become Nemor uh, Nemus became the the word for grove. So Nemorensis is one who is from the grove or oh, of cool. the grove. Okay. So yeah, so you could emphasize that aspect of her or mm. emphasize her hunting aspect. Yeah. Or emphasize her the anavanatrix. Vengeance aspect. Or emphasize oh, her mother aspect, her caring aspect, her balance aspect. Mm. So I think with the Norse gods especially, you've got so many that you could pick a specific aspect of. Mm. You could look at Njord and say, you know, find fresh food you bring to my table. Yeah. I thank you. And just use that to make your a short daily devotion to you. Yeah. I don't know. There are another tool you can use. I can't tell you how to heathen. You can't tell people how to druid. <laughs> it's another thing that you can put in your, your little toolbox of spirituality and look at whether it's a thing that's useful to you. Yeah. Nobody can tell you how to do this. We've talked about, you know, we can't prescribe how to do faith. No, we Anybody's can't. individual faith is their individual faith. We can't, but it's a, it's a, it's a method you might want to, you might want to employ. Yeah. It's a tool in the box. It is a tool in the box that, you know, let us know how you get on with them. Mm. Because the more we as a community share our own individual experiences and practices to other people, the more those people can reflect on it and share what they do, and the more we can learn from them, the more we will grow richer as a community, the more we will have a deepening connection to our gods and our goddesses Mm. about how we connect, why we connect, who we connect to, where we can go next. And those connections are deeply personal to us but they're also invaluable to our community as well so lovely listeners we're going to leave you pondering the wonders of mantras and short prayer 
in practice. Yeah. If you want to find us online, you can find me. I'm Suzanne Martin. I'm on Facebook as Suzanne Martin and also on Twitter at Geetha E. Jeans. And if you would like to find me, you can find me on uh, Facebook as Kate Coldwind. And uh, I have a uh, shabby sort of website thing <laughs> at glassrain.net. You're quite welcome there as well. Yep. So, you know, throw us a friend request. Tell us what kind of things you've been using. If you use a daily prayer, if you use mantras already, if there's something completely new to you and you want to give them a go, yeah, let us know how you get on. Tell each other how you get on. You know, share your the mantras that you've created with other people. Yeah. Let's make this community's practice richer mm. and deeper between us. Sounds a fair goal. Lovely listeners, we're going to leave you with that thought and we will talk to you all again in the next episode of Frithcast 76. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Stay.